right now. Like a new sitting. I'm not going to sit in my office for this one. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hello. 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 <laughs> oh, it's backlit. Oh, man. Hold on. <laughs> I'm in my partial construction zone. Ooh, actually. All right. I'm going to sit at my to be counter. <laughs> Hello, Dana. Hi, Dana. Happy Friday. Is terrible everywhere. <laughs> Good morning, Susan. This is good morning. There we go. Look at that terrible lighting. <laughs> that's, that's not bad. You're so kind and generous. Look at this. I can. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hold on. I think I can do better here. Wait a second. Do you guys. Okay. So we have I to get the there... right lighting. Yeah. You got to get the right, right lighting here. That's um, good. That looks yeah, good. you're supposed to be front lit, right? So this is yes. front lit. But then you guys, I wanted to show you the nice view, but there's now, forget it. I'm going to turn the lights off. Hold on. <laughs> oh, that's so much better. Look at this. Oh, oh there you go. No crazy lights. Perfect. <laughs> hello, hello, everyone. Hello. Hi, hey, hi. You turn oh. background, background lights off. See, we've got, we've got people who know what they're doing in here. Yeah. <laughs> the struggle is real when you got to be on camera all the time. Also, I thought my hair, as usual, looked better when I looked at it this morning. And then I see it on camera and I'm like, it even looks like I have roots and I don't even dye my hair. So it looks good. It looks really good. <laughs> I always get on here and I'm like, wait. What? Oh, I know. First time I looked at myself. <laughs> I, know. I feel like I need to lift up my, okay. Whoa. We're balancing on something very small. This could be disastrous. This is even better. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show with no name, everybody. This is <laughs> the show with no name and no good lighting. <laughs> no, no name, no good lighting. We just come here to laugh and say good morning to you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Allison, can I comment on something? Please. Always. So you always look so nice, like you actually like get dressed <laughs> every day, or at least for our live videos. And yesterday, when we had a um, a check-in call in Clutter Boss Academy, and Sam said, you know what, I'm tired of not using my nice stuff or like waiting for an occasion to like dress up or whatever. So she challenged everyone on our call to actually get dressed, right? Uh -huh. <laughs> and put on makeup and whatever. So I tried this morning, I put on like a nice shirt, but you every day do this, I think, or that's the appearance that you project <laughs> on our show with no name each week. This is actually, um, this is actually a practice I started like many months ago to, to get like myself dressed up with my earrings and my doing my hair and choosing fun tops. And it's actually been been something that I sort of started as like a a way a way to claim some new identity. Because there is something different about how you feel about yourself. I'm like, why why is it that only when I go out, you know, maybe it was during COVID and I wasn't going out anywhere. <laughs> I was like, because when I go out, I feel like Hey, I feel good. I feel really fun. It makes something different about my whole my whole being in my body. So yeah, I just bring it bring it to all the calls now. 
<laughs> All right. So now here's, I want to know the truth. Are you wearing leggings like the rest of us? Like, are you doing the, the work? What do they call it? The work mullet where you only get dressed up from the top up? Like, <laughs> Sometimes I do. Leggings. <laughs> Sometimes I do. Sometimes I do. But today I actually have on really fun pants. <laughs> oh, well, now we have to see them. <laughs> They're like my favorite pants. You really want to see them? You want to see this yes. whole outfit? I've got the whole outfit. We want to say, oh my gosh, Allison. Are they fun? <laughs> they are so fun. And you are like adorable. <laughs> I love your style. I love it that you asked. <laughs> are those like retro pants? Because they look kind of retro. They are. And, they're, and they are stretchy. So it's got the, you know, the leggings feel, but they're fun. I do think like spandex ruined my life because once I started wearing spandex, there was like no turning back. I don't buy pants without stretch. <laughs> That's just a rule. I'm like Lycra and spandex in one pair of pants. <laughs> I mean, I think you can have both. I think that that's, that that's something we always think you can't have like the fun and the cute without about not being comfortable, which isn't true. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, okay, Dana says, I wear t-shirts for work and have for years, but after the last year of working from home, I think I wanna get rid of some t-shirts and get some more cute tops from Goodwill. I love the off the shoulder, Allison. Allison, isn't that called the cold shoulder? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yes, I love these as well. <laughs> the cold shoulder look. <laughs> But yeah, it does. It makes you feel way more confident and good when you actually get dressed in the morning. Occasionally, I even put on some makeup. I did today, although you can't see it. <laughs> it's always like, can you really tell on camera? But we can tell. And that's actually what it's about. You can tell for yourself. It's how you're feeling about yourself, which right. makes everything different. Exactly. Confidence yeah. is beautiful, regardless yeah. of anything else, right? You see Absolutely. confidence before you see any features, anything like you see confidence first. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely true. I love it. Yeah. So, all right. Long t-shirts are still uniform of the day at home. So, okay. What should we do today? Should we bring somebody on camera? Should we, do you guys have a topic you want to hear about? Boy, I feel like yeah. we interact with our audience. <laughs> we we come on here without much preparation, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it might be hard for you to tell. <laughs> <laughs> We're literally always mid-conversation when we go live. <laughs> Actually, we don't even know when it goes live. It just starts like going live. You, and... You're like, "We're going to go live," but then we start then we start a conversation <laughs> and then it just starts and pops up. All right. So audience interact. Tell us, do you want somebody to come on the screen with us? Do you want us to talk about something that's going on? General topic. We can, you know, we can go on anything. We need we some can guidance. Talk. We can talk. <laughs> we do not have a problem talking. Not have a problem talking. I think we're at also, Allison, our all-time highest live audience of 30 people right now, which is pretty dang good. Hey, <laughs> celebrate that. I love it. That's fun. This is a this is a this is one of my favorite times of the week. It's Me just too. It's good okay, stuff. hold on. Okay, here we go. Cindy, I need to figure out some practical tips for motivation to do anything. That's a great topic. Mm -hmm. 
It Cindy, is a great topic. You live with us? Do you want to be on video or do you just want us to talk about this? We can do <laughs> We're very flexible. <laughs> so flexible. Good morning, Facebook user. Hello. <laughs> we'll just wait for Cindy to let us know if she wants to. Um, I'm home for the summer after an exhausting school year. Cindy, are you a teacher? It was an exhausting school year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes I do think you need to kind of like rest. Like you need, like you can't force motivation. You need, like if you, okay, here's my take on it. And then Allison um, will hear your take on it. Yeah. But after an exhausting 10, 12 months of teaching or parenting or any exhausting, like long sort of experience, I do think you need to give yourself a break because you need like a lot of time to, oh, you're a librarian. Okay. Who ended up teaching so many classes. Mm. Cindy, little known fact, I have a degree in library science also. <laughs> okay. But after like a crazy, stressful, long experience, you really need to just unwind. And that's not like a one hour type of thing. We're talking about 12 months of stress, really, because I know teachers started prepping for, well, okay, we're talking about from March of 2020, right? Mm -hmm. So, okay, we're, it's a whole year and a half, more than that, of or less than that, math, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you need to give yourself a break. <laughs> Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I actually, I have so many thoughts on this, <laughs> but, but there, I think that we have been conditioned to think that production equals our worth and it's absolutely false. So, so we have been, we have been trained to think like, we got to go, we got to achieve, we got to produce, we got to do the things, all the things and whatever they are. And like at, the end of that, when we do that, then we've like proved ourselves and we've shown that we're like allowed to exist in this world, right? <laughs> and so it's, I think that a lot of times when people ask for a motivation stuff, it's coming out of that energy. Like, because I have to get there because I'm not okay until I get there. And the problem is it's like, it's just totally backwards. And, and when we when we move towards something out of the idea of like, I've got to get stuff done because then I'll feel okay about myself. It's actually a trap. It's a lie. It never ends. Like we get to the things and it's not still good enough. We still got to get to the next thing. So we just put ourselves in a position of perpetual exhaustion and never any rest. And rest is actually like, you have to rest to work. Like <laughs> it's, it's not work to rest. Like that's, it's, it's true. It's yes, I agree entirely. Yeah, it's the other way. And and like Jess said, I actually think, you know, maybe maybe it's coming out of this school year. Maybe it's just coming out of a season of lifelong perpetual striving. And you just need to rest for a good long while. Like your nervous system needs to come down to find its place of safety again. And that, <laughs> that's always the first place that I like to talk about. So I'm really glad that you said that. So Cindy says, but now that I'm home, I find myself creating a new clutter cocoon, which is not good. Okay. I love the term clutter cocoon. Cindy, do I have your permission to use that moving forward? <laughs> because <laughs> that is brilliant. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so I have a couple of questions and now Cindy doesn't want to come on camera. So we're just going to have to do the Q and a 
in the chat, which is totally fine. Cindy, are you making a clutter cocoon by bringing more stuff into your life? Because we can totally talk about that. Oh, thank you for the permission. And I'm gonna just let my dog in. Hold on, give me one second so I don't have to listen to her barking. <laughs> it's raining here, we're in the middle of a hurricane or something. She said she can come on camera. Here she is, oh, nope, okay, she's gone. She's in, she's out. She's very like, she doesn't wanna just relax right now. She doesn't know what to do with herself. Cindy can come on camera. Oh, Cindy, oh, I thought you were talking about the dog. <laughs> All right, Cindy. Um, Cindy M, I'm going to find you in the comments and I'm going to private message you on Facebook with the link to come on. And whenever you're ready, you can just join us. Um, so let me just go ahead and do that. I'm going to, Allison's going to take over for a second. Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, yes, I can't see who said this, but someone said, um, learning to slow down, give myself rest and grace made a big difference. It's, it's really about how we, it's, it's our relationship to motivation has everything to do with our relationship with ourself. Because if we are thinking about the things that we want to do as like a way to, to feel differently about ourselves, it won't ever get there. And so we have to say, okay, so what's the thing that I'm trying to feel? <laughs> what is the thing I'm trying to get to? And can I kind of skip the line and work on giving myself that first, giving myself my own understanding of my worthiness, my own acceptance, my own, like no need to prove anything, just okay here as I am. If we start with that, that ends up creating a base that we can actually, that motivation ends up being something that kind of spills out over that. Rather than motivation being something we're pushing ourselves to, it becomes something that's like this pull because we're feeling more secure in ourselves, we're feeling more stable in ourselves, we're not feeling like we have to prove anything. And so then it's just like, well, what do I, what do I wanna do? What do I get to do? Let's look at all this stuff that I want in my life. And it feels more like, um, it's, it's a completely different energy. We're so, all about energy, positive yeah. energy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I only listened to like 10% of what you just said, but I'm sure it was brilliant, Allison. <laughs> yeah. In the meantime, okay, so Cindy has the link now. So she, Cindy, whenever you're ready, you just click on that link and you'll be in our back room, green room. What do they call it? Green room? What's Page, that room that you go into? Something. Backstage. <laughs> oh, is that what you call it? I think so. It always tells me I'm backstage. Yeah, I'm right now. So you're going to be backstage and then we'll let you in. Doesn't that feel so professional? <laughs> yes, way more professional than we actually. Oh, I see Cindy backstage. Cindy, give us a thumbs up if you're ready to actually come live. All right. Cindy's coming live with us. Yay. Yay. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Perfectly. Okay. I had to go put some lipstick on and new thing this year, give my cat a shot of insulin because I just found out he's diabetic. Poor kitty. Oh. Oh, <laughs> poor thing. One more thing to add to my. <laughs> so Cindy, will you give us a little backstory? How did you end up live on this video stream with us today? Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I was waiting for the cat to finish eating. I got up and um, my teenager is still asleep and I'm like, okay, cat needs to eat. Then I give the shot. And then I was thinking, go back to bed, take a shower. <laughs> I mean, it's nice to be off for the summer, but like I said, 
I'm, I'm vacillating between, oh my God, I have so much stuff in this house that I need to get done. It's so cluttered right now because I did, I couldn't do anything over the year. And then thinking, oh my God, August is like, I feel like it's right around the corner already. And I'm stressing about next year mm. with the school year because we still don't We're really know what it's like. And I've taught in person the entire time. Mm. You're the fourth teacher to tell me in the last three days that you feel like August is here already. So I want to reassure Target you. Target already has school supplies <laughs> in the store. Oh. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> so okay cindy where are you joining us from when do you go back to school um so i'm in the detroit michigan area and i actually work at a private school um and they they added a week to our normal schedule so we ended a week later in june which was and that was after we started a week early in august to prepare we did in person the entire year. Um, exhausting. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I went, I couldn't have a regular library. I had classes in the library. I taught three grades of technology classes. Um, that was a brand new course that I had to create. Mm -hmm. Um, it was exhausting. And um yeah, we go back like they technically put in our contract to come back a week early in August again, but they're trying to just say that's a placeholder. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> so anyway, I have a camping trip planned for August. We always normally go camping in Canada in July because we're close. But of course, the border hasn't been open. So we found a spot. So at least we have that to look forward to. But. I was going to ask you what you do to unwind. So I'm glad that like nature is part of the equation. Yeah. Camping's really important for us. Yeah. yeah. Allison, what do you think? It sounds to me like Cindy feels like there's a lot she can't control right now, which is generally <laughs> exhausting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How are you? So when you talk about like, motivation are you thinking of for the coming year like the fact that it feels so close I, I don't think that just because I can't even really think about that like it's mm -hmm. traumatizing to think about that but I'm I'm my house is I'm like okay I'm here I'm home I should relax mm -hmm. but my house is trashed right now and it's literal trash that I'm just I'm like the motivation and maybe it's a little touch of depression, but it's the motivation to like take that, you know, paper towel and just put it in the trash can. Like mm. it's not that hard, but it feels like, <laughs> and now there's a pile of them. <laughs> and then I have, you know, I did, I did the last boot camp with, with Jess and um, I was able to like, I shop online, but I don't actually buy it. <laughs> I'm just putting stuff in carts and then Can leaving. We love that strategy because <laughs> that's a little stress reliever for me to do the shopping. But I'm like, okay, stop, stop. So I'm trying that, and um, but I, yeah, and I've had you know moderate success here and there with getting things uncluttered. But it's like I need to relax. I want to relax, but right now my house doesn't feel 
relaxing to me. Yeah. And I'm trying to do the outside stuff so I could have that space. But I'm like, I should have called the tree people in March. I should have called the window cleaners in March because you can't get anybody <laughs> until like the fall. So, mm. Yeah. Yeah. How much of your time do you spend um, like when you're when you have when you're sitting there and you're like, I'm trying to relax, but I can't because of my house. How much of that is feeling like you're beating yourself up mentally? Um, I don't, I don't know that I do that so much. I mean, I do it and then I like quickly push that away and just move on and distract myself with something else, like read a magazine article or look at something online or try to get my teenager to talk to me <laughs> something well we can't help with the impossible I know <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think that um I I totally I mean we can we can see right how how much you're carrying I I think probably it's true that you just needed to come off of this school year and just like crash, right? And yep. that's okay. Like things can can wait. <laughs> if if you just need to crash, it's totally fine. And so I don't know if that is a good thought to offer you or not, but I wonder if if there is some element of just allowing it to just be all right the way it is and that you'll get to it and like not like not even just try to distract yourself from it, but really be like, no, I, it's like, I've just been through a lot and I need to give myself so much grace, so much extra grace, so much extra kindness right now. Um, not even just like, oh, no, no, can't, you know, let's just distract, but just really like, no, it's not true. I just need to <clears throat> give myself grace. And things yeah. don't have to be instantly done. It doesn't mean they won't get done. It doesn't even mean that tomorrow you won't wake up and feel differently, right? Right. I guess I'm just like, I, normally we have that one more week in June. So I'm mm -hmm. not, now I'm like, okay, I took my two weeks of doing nothing. Now I need to get my butt in gear and get oh. going. And I can't. Now see, that is the language of beating yourself up. Yeah. You're, just, you're just not quite like recognizing it because it sounds really nice and good. <laughs> but but no, like you don't need to get your butt in gear. Like there needs to be no like slave driver over <laughs> yourself, right? Right. If any if anything, it can be like how is it, you know, a more of a conversation with yourself, like, how is it possible that if I throw this in the trash can, that's gonna feel really good? Not like I better go do that because I'm supposed right. to. Right just different ways of talking to yourself. Yeah, okay. What do you think, Jess? I, I'm agreeing with you in my head. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I do think like, so I, I totally love everything that Allison is saying and talking to yourself so differently and really focusing in on how this is self-care to put something into the garbage. Like this is like, this is my form of, like, I don't need to take a bath. I need to throw the paper towel into the garbage so I feel better, right? Like yeah. I'm doing it for me. 
I'm not doing it because I'm a slave to my house and I only have this limited amount of time. Like I want to actually create an environment that I love. And so how can I honor myself by just taking, you know, a couple of minutes and doing something instead of you had two weeks, you did, you know, you did nothing. You're going back soon. Like all this, like, Oh my God, like I have to do it like yeah. that. That's not motivating at all. That mm-hmm. makes me want to like curl up in a ball underneath a desk. and yes. hop- <laughs> yes. It would make, it makes anybody want to do that. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah. the other thing though, with motivation that I love is, Usually routine action is what brings motivation back from vacation. So even if you spend five minutes or 10 minutes doing something like whatever you can do to get yourself to do something for five minutes, that's going to spark motivation to do more, maybe not right away, but you know, eventually, because once you start to see a clear counter or a clear floor or whatever, you're going to love that and want more of it. So I do think that like initial, what will it take to like light the fire for five minutes? And, and Cindy, I want to recognize depression is a whole other thing that like really, really is difficult. And as somebody who has struggled with depression, like getting out of bed some days is like the best that you could do. And that's totally okay. Now, if you guys are listening and you are depressed, you might consider talking to a doctor about it too, because sometimes we need another layer of support, right? So um, that's our little disclaimer here, but that's, that is really hard and there's a lot to process. Um, I would also maybe consider like journaling, like what is going on here? Like, you know, just kind of getting some of that out of your head and onto paper can make a huge difference in your ability to just move forward. Like mm-hmm. journaling is so powerful and it could just be two sentences, right? Like you don't need the perfect journal. You don't need the perfect pen and you don't need the perfect number of paragraphs. Like, <laughs> That's what I need to hear because as an educator, when I hear journaling, I'm like, you know, I'm the overachiever. So it's either all or nothing. And to Mm -hmm. hear, I could just write one sentence or two sentences. You can just write a list of words. That's really powerful. (laughs) You can just write a list of words. Like I will, I will write a list of words. I will draw, I will doodle. I'll like (laughs) <laughs> a lot of my drawings when I'm like having a lot of internal to- turmoil look like a whole bunch of lines and like, <laughs> like <laughs> tangled things because I'm, I'm very, um, I'm very visual in that way. But yeah. um, I think journaling is, is really, really a good idea and, and use it as a way to like, think of it as, as just like a, a way to dump it all out. Right. Right. Like, because there's just as much cluttering up here right? as there is externally. So just a way to kind of like flush it all out and don't look at it again. Like don't go back and read your journals. Like just yeah. like shred it, throw it away. What? I can yeah. do that. Yes. <laughs> burn it. Burn that paper. I have to say, I'll I take it to camping and put it in the campfire. Yes. Start the fire. Yes. 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 I love that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's I used to, I, that's actually what used to keep me from journaling is because like I was thinking of it as like like a packaged container that I had to like right. keep in this and like go back and review and like stop it. Like we have 40 yeah. to 60,000 thoughts a day. Like just like get a lot of those out and like throw it away. You'll feel better. Right. Don't revisit those thoughts because you've already thought them. We don't Your want to revisit it. It doesn't need that's help. That's great. <laughs> yeah. It, the idea of doing something perfectly, though, does it's very demotivating. And yeah. that's that's really hard because, you know, 
you look on social media and it looks, everything looks perfect. Everything is staged. Everything is beautiful. And we talk about this in almost every episode. It's all fake and it's all a lie. So yeah. just let yourself be you. Journal like with a crayon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's let good. It. That's good. Yeah, I'm definitely in that perfectionist mode uh, a lot at work especially too so yeah it's hard to like just let it go so it's it that it's it's either do it and do it perfectly or procrastinate so you can't do it perfectly and it never gets done (laughs) but when you procrastinate what's happening is just all living up there right it's just staying up there that's that's the thing when when you're like i've got to do it right then instead of just getting it out and like you know kind of moving away from you it's just all living there all the time. Oh my gosh, procrastination is the foundation of the clutter cocoon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this year it was literally when I, I have actually spent some good time when we went online in March of 2020. I came back in and I got my desk pretty cleared off. And, but when we got back in the fall, they put up the, plexiglass around me. I had like a banker's box. It was a little hilarious actually with little cutouts for them to shove stuff under. But I, 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 I had boxes of books that came in that I couldn't, I mean, I wasn't circulating. So I literally, it was like, I created a cocoon at work also because mentally I was like, felt unsafe Hmm. until the vaccinations came it was very it was a little scary to be in person with everyone every day (laughs) wearing a mask no problem but uh yeah so now I'm like god don't do that here at home (laughs) so it's so that plexi wall I want to talk about this for a second I haven't talked about this yet anywhere but that plexiglass wall is a huge thing like that is a it's not only a like a barrier right but like you actually can't work around that stupid plexiglass wall (laughs) i mean you try and like put something underneath or you're like reaching over there's no place to put stuff down like that really is a it's a big deal and i like we should like recognize it for what it is they actually put a gap at the bottom of mine and i'm like so not only (laughs) Is it a a plexiglass wall? It's also not doing what it's supposed to do because you guys put this big gap at the bottom and these cutouts. Like I'm like, they didn't seal it to the desk. I just the frustration, right? Is that things were done kind of like haphazardly? Yeah. It's like, and I, I feel like that's just a general COVID frustration. Like there seems to be no rhyme or reason and such inconsistencies with everything that's been done and you have no control over it. So, and I guess I didn't realize, like, I'm thinking I'm building all this. I mean, my desk was just trash. I knew where things were because I'm a pile filer, but it was like, oh, people can actually see through that and see And there was classes in there every day. Oh my God. So yeah, no, it's a lot. It's seriously, there's a lot of things to deal with that like impact your every single minute. And it's, and now you're winding from all of that. (laughs) And and think about how your body was reacting during that entire year, right? Your nervous system was on edge. It was on alert. You were thinking all the time about all the things. So 
that doesn't just like snap out in two weeks. Like you really have to like let that come down very, very gently. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> I don't want to monopolize all the time. I don't know if there's other questions. We just kind of go with the flow. Cindy, I will say like, and maybe this is like a, I, I hope this is a good thought, but um, I feel like whatever comes next year in school can't be worse than what we've it, already. Yeah. It can't You're be. Right. And we have way more skills now to deal with it. So yeah. like, even though we have no control over what's going to happen, like, it's, we got to be in a better position than we were a year oh, ago. for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So five minutes. I can five do minutes. For five minutes. Journal anything and throw it away. Burn Say, it. I'm going to put it in the camping stuff. I'm going to bag start, fire starter. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't know if this is something that you that you recommend or not, but something that that I have been doing is like, in order to, because I feel like I see all the things all at once and it's just like, I'm just so sensitive to it all. So I've been like, like only letting myself see like small spaces. So I'll have like, this corner is clean. <laughs> this <laughs> part of the counter is clean. And then I can like improve from there, but it gives me that feeling of like, okay, I did something and that feels really good. And I like how that looks. And now I want to do more. I would actually say, give yourself a corner in your house that you actually make perfect and just make it like look out the window or something. Right. Yeah. Like, and actually relax, like without anything around you, like make one small perfect area and then just go from there because you yeah. do need to have that space without the visual to do list. Right. There's a book all about that. Like everything in your house is talking to you. Like put me away, file yeah. me, read mm -hmm. me, burn me. Like, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> saying to you. Burn me. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, yeah. thank you so much. All right, for joining us. Thank you so much for all of your hard work for our kids this year. Yeah. We so appreciate it. Seriously. Uh, my colleagues there were amazing. Really, really amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, if you guys are listening in and you want to do your five minutes right now. <laughs> Do it while you listen. <laughs> Do it while you listen, right? Just go ahead, pick up something, five minutes, you know, pop it away. Make yourself a beautiful little zone in your house. And make it fun. Yeah. This is this is something that I think that we just like forget because <laughs> we're not kids. <laughs> but like, how can you make it fun? My my we do this, right? Like we try to do the pickup thing and my daughter's like picking up things with her feet and I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like, will you please just like move and get it done? But there's something to be said for the fact that she's like making it hers. <laughs> I have to like catch myself all the time during any quick cleans and I'm not like, there's, I'm not like, there's definitely failures here where I'm like, just move faster. <laughs> we only have 20 minutes. I'm like, no, don't say that. I'm not going to say that. I'm just going to not say that because that <laughs> <I know. laughs> is better than perfect. <laughs> I know. I know. I always, I try to turn, I, and I have not been consistent about this, but when I do it, I try to, I'm like, okay, we'll turn on the music. So we're all like, you know, feel music just changes things. In music changes things. Yeah. What's your favorite song to pick up to? Put it into the comments. In our family, Dolly Parton, nine to five. <laughs>
I love it. I love it. That's so great. I don't know that we've picked a specific song, but I usually usually have certain albums. My kids are really good at dancing. And I'm really, really happy that that's getting passed along, that they feel very free in their bodies. <laughs> so we'll just dance. <laughs> it doesn't always get, per get picked up completely. No, they're still, they're still like this. Come on, guys. Like you still have to do the thing. <laughs> right. Exactly. I know. Yeah. It's that like fine line to walk. But if you do it every day and it only gets done like 80% every day, that's a real, that's really good. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, perfectionism of the of the hundred percent got to be all or all nothing. I think that's that's like just such a common. That's like all of us have that, right? I love the songs that are coming up in the in here. <laughs> Come on, yeah. I love that song. <laughs> so good, I love it. We also listen to Lizzo by request. And I have to say that my husband is not a big fan of Lizzo and not, I mean, I don't think he knows who Lizzo is, but he does not like that type of music. Uh -huh. um, and then, so I'm like, we need, we need something that dad also wants to listen to. But then I'm also like, you know, it's not about you. It's about the kids. We're going to go with their picks. So. <laughs> right. That's Whatever we can do to start. I feel like I'm, I'm always, like I, I'm always like, I need to instill these things in my kids. And then I'm like, well, I really need to instill this in myself. Right. <laughs> Don't start with you. Ooh, Abba. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. The Footloose. Footloose. Mm -hmm. yep. Good stuff. Yeah. Great songs. We need to put together a soundtrack and share it on Spotify or something like that. Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> the clutter busting cleaning. Clutter cleaning. <laughs> I love that. Britney Spears, yes. Are you guys part of the Safe Britney movement? Because frankly, I didn't care anything about Britney Spears until I read her testimony that she gave or her little thing to the judge. And then I was like, she needs to be saved. Yeah, same. I thought the exact same thing. I was like, I, I'm like, this has been happening? I'm, I'm not even surprised, honestly. But yeah. No, I'm totally on the free Britney movement. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Nobody should let somebody else control their life. That is not right. No. Taking like, care of business. Yep. So funny. <laughs> yes. Liz is, she's also free, but free Brittany. Free Brittany. The judge still like maintain the order. Right. So uh, men trying to control women. Exactly. And she is working her butt off. Like, more, like, and being forced to take medication. I, there's so many things that I have like a hard time with in this whole thing. Yeah, I know me too. I feel yeah. like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go there right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is too triggering. The Britney situation is too, too triggering. triggering. <laughs> well, maybe address that another time. <laughs> All right, Dana, just look it up on the internet. It's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Casey and the Sunshine Band. Yes, Catherine. All right. Hold oh, on. I, wait, go ahead. Wait, what? <laughs> I was going to ask you. Uh, it was totally off off topic than this. Did you have something on topic with this to say? No, I was going to talk about a snake. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you, um, did you, I know that like you, we've talked about your just like 
a history of just being really good about decisions and, and some things that have been really helpful for you. Did you ever have a time in your life when you had the, like, I got to do all or nothing perfectionism um, oh, stage? Yeah. And how, yeah. and how did you first start seeing that? And, and what were some of the initial thoughts that you got you out of it? Well, it's all like when you have babies, right? And then you have to like buy the right baby thing. And you <laughs> <laughs> stuff right and like um so my oldest daughter never slept ever she never napped as a baby she never she wouldn't sleep for more than like an hour at a time and we found out when she was four that she had like super huge tonsils and she had sleep apnea so she was waking up all the time but mm. no one ever said to us like there might be a medical reason why she isn't sleeping mm. so when she had her tonsils and adenoids out like it just every her whole life changed but she actually had sleep apnea since birth we had no idea she had hearing loss from it it was like it was bad right so Wow. Because I was so exhausted, I and like that's kind of when all like this started happening, right? Like I was trying to do all the right things. I was never sleeping. She was never sleeping. It was just like this exhausting, like like years long event. And I think you just get to the point where you're like, okay, I just can't even like try to be perfect anymore. Like I can't even mm -hmm. like. I I mean, now it wasn't like that smooth of sailing, like getting to that point, as you know, Allison, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sailing's <alive. laughs> like, okay. For my personal experience, when you bring a baby into this world right now, like there is a lot that you're supposed to do that you think uh -huh. you're supposed to do. And it is like unbelievably unrealistic. And also like I had Anastasia pretty young. None of my friends had babies. Like I had, like, I really had to like, it was a huge identity issue for me. Um, so I just was never, I had never like held a baby until they just like gave her to me and they're like, here you go. I'm like, what is this all you do? You just like can take a baby home from the hospital. Like that's what, what I thought too. I was like, what do you mean you're letting me leave? <laughs> How do you hold this thing? <laughs> but like it's unreal the amount of advertising to new moms about what you should do, what you should have, what you, you know, like the choices in bottles and then not only just bottles but like nipples right like <laughs> it's like you need the right bottle it has to be glass but then it has to be protected glass because you don't want it to break but then you need the right nipple for the bottle for your baby so you have to buy like a hundred different bottles plus nipple combinations and then you have like a million bottles which you can't put into the dishwasher or whatever <laughs> you have like a drying rack for the bottles and the nipples and then you have like I mean, it's just like, I'm like worn out. I've like forgotten about all this. <laughs> You've been saying this. I'm like, ah, right. I mean, remember that you had like a special thing that you put into the dishwasher so that yeah. like the yeah. thing didn't go everywhere and it was like plastic and then plastic was bad. And then baby Einstein was sued and like, you know, <laughs> yep. Anyway, that was like, so that was, that was when you were like, <laughs> We're going to maybe start like letting go of some of those things until you wake up one day and you're like, oh, yeah, I don't care about any of that. I don't care about any of it. Like, please put that baby down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't know. That was like the I think there's a lot of pressure on new moms and it just builds from there. And that's exhausting. It's exhausting. And then you're supposed to also work and 
like make like really nice meals and have mm -hmm. a clean house mm -hmm. and like it's too much it's too it's much totally too much it's insane yeah and the, you're right it, it does totally build from there every stage then that your mom <laughs> has its own things exactly yeah. exactly um so can i ask you the same question <laughs> yeah um in some ways, I think I still struggle with it. I mean, we probably all do. But um, I think that, honestly, I think it was when, like, the the thing I remember the most is when my, my body was just like, you cannot maintain this. And that's when, like, the year that I had, like, all the panic attacks. And it was just really, really horrible. And it was just like, my, my body stopped me. Like it's not you can't do this. It's not possible. So and it's still at that. It wasn't like again, like just you're right. Like it didn't just flip a switch. So I feel like since then has been the process of like really all like unraveling all of the thought patterns that that always point back to that. Like I'll continually find thought patterns. And I'm like, oh yeah, there's perfection underneath that. <laughs> there it is again. It's like everything keeps like what we've been ingrained with. I think when we were younger, it just lives in there. So here's Mike. Okay. As we're talking about this, where does this perfectionism thing come from? Because I don't think it's part of our human nature to be perfect. Like, I don't think when we, like, I always go back to like, what is human nature and what is learned behavior? Like, I don't, maybe I'm wrong, but like when we were cave people, right. Were we like perfectly stacking things or were we like, was perfection a goal then? Like, how did it get to like the civilized society where everything has to be perfect? Where did that like switch come? Media, for sure the media does not help. I mean, yeah. exactly. but like, well, where does that come from? I mean, I think it, I think it does have something to do with rejection, right? Because we think that if we can do things certain ways or like at a certain high standards that basically we can just even if we're not being like applauded for it, at least we're not going to be called out and rejected. So I think there's something about that, that we're just, it's, it comes back to the, the deep inner not enoughness fears. I think that's fascinating. Rejection and perfectionism are like, so I never even thought about that, but they're so closely linked, right? If I could do this more perfectly, if I could look more perfect, mm -hmm. if I could be more perfect, I'm less likely to be rejected. Yeah. Perfection but is honestly, not a shame. Yeah. Yes. I was going to say, ironically, I dislike people who come off too perfect. <laughs> well, that's the great, that's the great deceptiveness about it all. Right? right, because because as soon as you get too polished and perfect, it's a put off. A <laughs> <laughs> great amount of like imperfectly perfect, <laughs> perfectly imperfect. <laughs> we're we're always trying to find the safe zone. Our brain's always like, where's the safe zone? And if and if I'm like just small enough and just like good enough, I'm just gonna kind of stay right here, and nobody's gonna be attacking me, or like, I'm not gonna have to deal with any negativity. I think I think it's always like, I won't have to feel things I don't wanna feel if I can do things at a certain level. Um, so Susan's wondering, does it come from parents that make you feel like you never do anything right? Well, that is rejection, right? So like mm -hmm. you, 
that's your parents rejecting you because I mean, that's how it feels to us, right? Like our parents are rejecting us because we're not doing anything right. And it's passed down. But that's the thing about it is it's so passed down. Like your parents come from that themselves. Like we're right. all dealing with the same things. We all pass on our bondage. I think some people may have different qualities. Stacking things in the cave made more room for food storage. Those good stackers lived through the winter. They, the ones that shoved in things in a pile just went hungry. Maybe. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. <laughs> the discovery of fire, how to build the perfect fire to cook. <laughs> that was the first perfectionism. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. Yeah, I think I think it really, I think it, I have lots of thoughts on this. There's not time for it today. But <laughs> I think it comes back to very deep-seated soul things about our own worthiness. Bree says decisions are life and death. So is it right or wrong? Is it perfect or failure? Yeah, okay, I hear that. So maybe it is part of our innate human nature to be perfect or mm -hmm. to for perfectionism. Yeah. I feel like we suddenly got into a heavy topic. Yeah, I'm like, how can we spin this? <laughs> how can we make you laugh again? <laughs> All right. Here's what we need to do. If you guys are on Instagram, we need to post imperfect pictures and tag them as done is better than perfect or something like that. And then we can look at, we can make like a reel from it. Wouldn't oh, that be fun? Yeah, that would be fun. Worthiness is a theme in my life right now. Oh yeah. I think that's an ongoing theme in everyone's life. Amber. <laughs> yep. I like never ends. Yeah. That's so, so big. It's so big. I, I think that I think that we're all have that story, whether we're like conscious of it or not. And then as soon as we become conscious of it, then we can actually start the work towards um towards getting those that worthiness returning back to us. Yep. Well, I want to leave you with this thought. You are worthy. Just being alive makes you worthy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and we love you in your perfectly imperfect state. Yeah. Actually, we prefer you this way. <laughs> we do. We like you that way. <laughs> do not become more perfect because that's exhausting. <laughs> yes. So if you're on Instagram, or I don't know if this you can do this on Facebook, probably, but if you're on Instagram, we want to see your imperfect pictures. Tag them, done is better than perfect. And then we can search on that tag and create a whole reel of done is better than perfect. Imperfect pictures. Let's blow up the internet with our imperfections. What are we asking for with the pictures? Whatever Selfies? you want. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. Okay. Done is better than perfect. Imperfect. Perfect. You know, whatever. Like we're going to try and blow up the internet with like reality, right? I guess we're asking for reality. Yeah. Yeah. We want you to span the room. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. Let's be real. Yeah. No filters. Mm -hmm. 
Although I do love those filters because they're fun, but I'm not going to use them this week. That's it. <laughs> the let's be real challenge. The let's be real challenge. Yes. <laughs> there it is. Our hashtag let's be real. Yeah. I like that. I yeah. Like that. Okay. Let's be real. So this is episode number seven. I don't even know. <laughs> I'm just looking at because I can see it on the top. It says E7. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> My virtual assistant is keeping track of this. <laughs> Bless her. I know. She is the best. <laughs> so E7, our subtitle, Let's Be Real. Let's be real. I see it in the comments already. Yes, let's be real. Flood your social media with real pictures because we got to help other people kind of overcome this whole thing. Yeah. We will We'll start a trend. This will be fun. Uh, no apostrophe, Sherry, because that breaks up the um, hashtag. <laughs> I love it. I love that question. You can put an apostrophe into a hashtag, right? That's, I think no, that's you can't. <laughs> but I just love it. That, that was like, are we going to do proper grammar? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love grammar. <laughs> we understand it's grammatically incorrect. <laughs> But it's gonna. We have to be real on Instagram, and we can't. <laughs> we have to be real. We can't be real with an apostrophe. No apostrophes. No spaces. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, it's been amazing talking to you, and I like the highlight of my morning actually was seeing your pants. So <laughs> I'm so. Happy to be able. Can you just show one more time in case people weren't here in the beginning? <laughs> you see my pants again. These, yeah, are, these are my fun pants. <laughs> my fun pants. Oh my gosh, so fun! <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, go find your fun pants and let's be real. <laughs> go get your fun pants on. All right, guys. We'll see you next week at at ten. Why am I saying eleven? At ten, ten. nine, or seven, depending on what time zone you're in. Some people might wake up with us at seven o'clock in the morning. Oh, I would feel so honored. <laughs> Me too. Friday mornings. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It. All of our Alaskan listeners. <laughs> oh, I'm digging the yellow bra. So you got lots of love here, Allison. I am so much love. Thank you for inspiring me to make my wardrobe slightly more fun. <laughs> it's, it's, it's easier than you think. Like I okay. So here's one thing I'm going to commit to doing before our next podcast. I have an all green pantsuit. And every time I wear it, my husband's like, oh, my God, you look like the jolly green giant or something like that. You know, like whatever that little character is that wears like all green. He says it lovingly and jokingly. We have a good relationship. He's not being mean. <laughs> I love it. I'm like, ah, I can't wear this. But I actually love it. So I'm going to wear it. I'm going to wear the green jumpsuit. Wear it for us. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Do it. Do it. I'm going to jolly green giant myself all over the place. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited to see it. <laughs> Let's be real. I love it. Yay. Dumpy. Yes. <laughs> I once had an all purple dress and he called me, um, what's that dinosaur that's all purple? Barney. He goes, oh, Barney and I are going to a party. <laughs> I kept that dress on. I like that dress. <laughs> Good for you. Green jumpsuit next Friday. You got it, Barbara. If I remember this, I will totally do that. <laughs> Yay. So Yay. fun. All right. We love you guys. Have a great, great, 
great weekend. Do something that you love. Get out in nature, please. <laughs> please. Yeah. Do something you love. Rest your nervous system. Wear some fun pants and let's be real. <laughs> And with that, we will see you next week. <laughs> oh, Allison. Oh. oh, wait. I know every time. Yeah. So We're trying to high five if you can't see us. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>